Welcome to That's Why Podcast with Patricia and Anna, the show where we arouse your curiosity while we dull your senses. Hello, Patricia. Hi, Swan. <laughs> How are you? Oh, good. Thanks for having me over for clam chowder. Mm. Yes, we just, and I did it homemade. I yeah. was like, I can eat another bowl, which I would like another bowl after this, if that's and okay. And homemade bread, too. Yes. I like homemade bread. The bread is amazing. That's yeah. the best recipe ever. How could I share that with our listeners? You can it's tell such, them right now. It's got four ingredients, people. I kid you not. Three cups of water, a cup and a half of... No, pardon me. Sorry. Okay, let me start all over again. <laughs> and I'm not even. The I'm not even drinking. So easy. <laughs> I'm not even drinking or smoking. No. Okay. Okay. Start all over again. It's three cups of flour, and then you have it one and a half cups of water, and then two teaspoons of salt and two teaspoons of yeast. You mix that up. That's the recipe. Now the key is, uh, you can let it rise for an hour at most. But it's this cast iron pot. It comes out like this artisan bread that is just so beautiful and delicious and amazing. And it takes 45 minutes to cook. Do you score it? Um, You can. I don't feel like anytime I ever have that any design or it, it comes out any differently. Yeah. I noticed the bottom has like that crispy crunch. Yes. Because it touches the, you know, the cast iron mm-hmm, part. Mm-hmm. So when you slice into it, it's like... <laughs> Yeah. And the inside is so chewy and dense and doughy uh, with the butter. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. It makes for amazing avocado toasts. Mm. You toast it and you can put butter and jelly. What like, temperature really do you amazing. do? You do 450 though. It's really high. 450 for 45 minutes. Well, you do 450 for 30 with the lid on. And then the last 12 to 15 minutes, you cook it with the lid off. That is so easy. And everyone, everyone that mm-hmm. I have given bread to, even those celiac people. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> even the people with allergies and it, may die. And they may it. die, but they're like, I'm totally going to risk my life for that. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but everything was homemade and we, we had a good meal. The clam chowder, you had the potatoes and then the turkey bacon, which I love that. Yes, so yeah. Delicious. So we had a gourmet meal. Thank you. Yeah. And I needed an, a little pick-me-up. I have to mention, in honor of my father's angel day, my he passed away today, seven years ago. So it's interesting because I am honoring my friend, Elisa. Happy birthday, Elisa. Happy birthday. And uh, she's so beautiful, and she's a wonderful friend of mine that lives in Florida. But we've been friends for probably 35 years, maybe a little bit more. So, but it's interesting that her birthday is now also the same day as my father. So I wanted to honor my dad and I listened to my Latin music (laughs) and danced around. So I asked Patricia, I said, what can we do to honor him today? She's like, let's go drinking and go Mm. to the bar and pick up men. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Yes, yes. That's what my father would have done. Um, Not pick up men. Yeah, but but pick up women. But you know. The other, the other way around. I was like, wow. Yeah. But he was a fun guy. I, I really owe my sense of humor and my musical ability of just keeping a rhythm to my dad. Yeah, he was a great guy. He was I very intelligent too. You know what? Yeah. I wish you could have too. That he would've really would have awesome. been worth meeting because yes. he was a character. So to my dad. Rest in peace. Yes. I hope he's out there wreaking havoc wherever Oh, wreaking is. havoc? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> He's all like, "What ladies are yeah, around me today? What's up with you? You floating real nice over there." What's his drink? Maybe we can make a drink. That Johnny he loves. Walker. Stop it, Johnny Walker! 
He did the hard stuff. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We don't have any Johnny Walker. But right we, now, shall we? Okay. we shall get some. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, our topic. Our topic today is about motivation. And I'm going to say I, I did zero research on this. Mm-hmm. So, Patricia <laughs> is going <laughs> to basically do the whole show by herself today. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to apologize now. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I took a different approach to this research that I did. We know about Andrew Huberman, and he's amazing. And he has such a different take on what motivation is because it's tied to a chemical that we create called dopamine. And he said things about it, which I'll go over in, in a little bit here. But first of all, the definition of motivation says the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving in a particular way. And I think it's ironic that this is about motivation and I did zero research because I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, thank you for still recording today because. Oh, so thank you. Listen, Patricia. her life is full <laughs> and, and it's not like I don't do anything, <laughs> but <laughs> no. it's certainly not as full as hers. But I thought motivation meant when you do something without putting effort. For example, when it comes to school, I will be very diligent. I won't go to sleep until two or three in the morning because I'm studying. Or if I wake up early to study, it'll be at 4 a.m. And I do that because I want to do it. That's what I thought motivation was when you do something without putting effort into it. Working out for me, that's a lot of effort. So I wouldn't put motivation in that. But it's not like a routine brushing my teeth because that would be routine. Huh, so that's I don't so know. interesting. Okay. But I'm glad that you told me the definition. Well, of that's that. the technical reason, right? Reasons, Reason or reasons mm-hmm. uh, you have for acting or behaving in a certain way. I feel like I get that because like what's our motivation for doing what we're doing right now, right? Putting this content out. For me, Mm -hmm. my motivation is, first of all, it's personal, right? Because I think it's fun. I always love to see you. This is just kind of like a great thing that we've done. And then also getting information out. Believe it or not, the people that have listened that I know have said, oh my gosh, I was having such a hard time this day and I listened to your podcast about anxiety. You helped me so much man that's just amazing yes right there right there that's my motivation right to help people that's my why i'm sure people hear that a lot when they're listening to tony robbins or any motivational speaker you gotta hone in on your why today's episode is sponsored by getglowingnow.com use promo code that's why 15 to receive 15 percent off your order I've used Korean skincare for over 30 years, and now I exclusively use products from GetGlowingNow.com. Once again, use promo code THATSWHY15 to receive 15% off with free shipping within the U.S. of A. Tying that into dopamine, like Andrew Huberman was saying, that dopamine is responsible for wanting and for craving. Like sugar will increase your dopamine. Because it's like that pleasure. Uh-huh. That so pleasure like sensory. Yes. Mm. And you and I were touching on that topic about addiction. It's so strong because 
dopamine is something that, right, it's released when you get the thing, but there's a pleasure and pain that's associated. And when you say pain, it's not like physical pain, like ouch, hurting. But for example, and I tied this into two different things that I could relate to myself. One is I love freaking chocolate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love chocolate. Like, if I could make love to chocolate. I'd... That's why we say peace, I... love, and dark chocolate. Yes, at exactly. The end of each episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she's revealed too much. But I love chocolate, but there is something. So here's the reward. The reward is tasting it, eating it, right? And mm. just, but then right after that goes away, It's not that it's a pain, but it's almost like a sense of loss Mm -hmm. because you're done receiving the pleasure and that's where the pain comes in. And immediately what kicks in is the desire for what? More chocolate. There's this almost this like volatile relationship almost, an internal thing that you're going through. You get the pleasure, but now you want to pursue more chocolate because you're dealing with the loss or the pain of not having it any longer and wanting more. And that's why you're like, okay, I'm going to not have one bite of it. I'm going to have 27 whole- bites. Yes. <laughs> that was a specific number. Has that happened before? You know, 27, 32. I just like to throw random numbers out there. But yes, that's exactly it. So, and you know, I have to say, I feel like you can get obviously a dopamine kick through so many things. But the second thing that I can relate to other than chocolate is, so this is, this is the Andrew Huberman episode on motivation. So if you guys want to listen, he's an amazing, you know, now the thing is that his podcasts are freaking hour and something long, but he made me understand. I always wondered, and everybody's known a couple like this, where you're like, why are you still motivated or have the desire to be with this person in your life Mm. that is so evident that they cause you so much misery when you guys are together, but the minute you guys are apart, it's like you can't stay apart. And it's that pleasure pain. That's the way I identify it. Guys, if you if you gather or if you are able to grasp anything differently when you listen to the podcast, please shoot us a, you know, an email, a message mm-hmm. because I that's how I see it. Okay, so my client's friend told me that her friend is dating this guy that is very bad for her to the point where she woke up a few times and he was on top of her. Oh wow. And she was like what are you doing? And that happened. So he's sexually assaulted her and raped her. She broke up with him, but she's with him again. I don't know if that's considered motivation. I wonder if it's more of... Well, again, it's this desire to get this chemical kick that you somehow get. Let me see if I could find it. Because he says when you, again, when you're coming down from the hit of the pleasure that you're getting from something, that's why also yearning, like it's also tied to yearning and longing for something where you actually experience a certain amount of physical pain from the desire and need or yearn of having the thing. Like FOMO. I would say that FOMO Hmm. ties into that. Okay, so motivation isn't just the drive to reach a destination. Like I'm going to lose 50 pounds, I got this. Motivation can be, like you said, it's a double-edged sword 
It can be right. the pain and the pleasure because of the dopamine that fills your body. So your example, I want to lose 50 pounds. It's not necessarily getting to the 50 pounds. It's what you do in between there. Mm. Again, it's maybe like that why. Mm -hmm. What is it that is pressing you and getting to the next thing? Once you've accomplished one thing, it gets you to the next step. And enjoying almost the journey, if you will, quote unquote, right? And what you go through to get there. Mm. Does that make sense? That does make sense. That's why people lose their motivation mm -hmm. <laughs> midway of their journey. Right. Oh, man. So you want to get into the pursuit of the thing, right? Yes. So let's say if it is weight. Um, but we were saying, you know, New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. right? So one of the things that he was saying about reward, you shouldn't really reward yourself. Mm -hmm. Because once you get all these rewards, you lose the motivation. Mm. You've already accomplished yeah, you've the already thing. Had yes. So once you accomplish the thing, then what else is there? Mm, Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. It was the first day Katie and I opened the salon. Mm -hmm. I went home and Peter was like, oh, how did everything go? And I was just like, I want to go on to the next. What other venture can I do? And he's like, you just opened the salon today. Yes. But I'm like, I got it. So now I want to like try something else. But and he yes. talks about that, that there are oh. people who are like dopamine seekers or mm -hmm. people who are constantly seeking for that hit. They're never satisfied. Interesting. And that in and of itself. So getting to a destination is an amazing thing. Yes. But not enjoying the destination or you know, when you arrive there, whatever that is, mm -hmm. is also can be an issue, mm -hmm. right? So you have to know how to mitigate it. But one of the things that I wrote in my notes here, I said it's like working out. It's the why and the process of doing it. And to stay motivated, that's, I think, where you can keep those dopamine hits elevated is thinking, enjoying who am I becoming? Okay, so if I want to lose 50 pounds, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Who am I going to be? If I already lost the 50 pounds, then so what? I got there, right? Yay. But I think my dopamine hit comes from more, who did I become while I was on that journey? I became a responsible person. I was doing something to better my health. Mm -hmm. I was able to gain self-love. I developed resiliency. There is so much more. Mm -hmm. That's what I, what I mean about the journey, mm -hmm. not just the destination. Mm -hmm. All the things that you were becoming, that's the fulfilling, motivating part, is seeing how you've evolved. Does that make then sense? How do you keep the motivation up when you do struggle midway? Smoke some pot. <laughs> Drink some. Take whiskey. a hit. Take a hit. I don't. I, 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 I don't know. Um, well, I think that instead of rewarding yourself all the time, because I think that he said something. He gave an example of these uh, school kids that they were painting, mm -hmm. and they weren't really getting a reward for painting the picture. And I hope I have this right. But then they had another group of kids that they rewarded for painting this picture. And then the same group of kids, when they were not being rewarded, did not enjoy painting as much as they were because they weren't getting a reward. <gasps> Whereas the other group was enjoying the fact that they were just painting. 
because they what enjoyed they to do the painting. Yes. But then when they took a re- the reward out, mm-hmm. it changed how they felt about the thing that wow, they were doing. like a negative. Almost crazy. uninterested, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. To maintain that motivation, restructuring how we see doing the thing. It isn't always to get something, but the process of getting there is what you should enjoy. I think I feel what you're explaining because like I said at the beginning, I don't have to put any effort into studying. I just do it and I enjoy it. It is long and I, I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> and, I'm well, tired, you, and let me ask I, you this. What do you enjoy about it? Learning. I just love learning. But See? even after I get the degree, I won't use it, but I just do it because I like learning. That's it. See, then, that's the yeah, journey. Yeah, and I love it. Is learning. Mm-hmm. That's what really motivates you. Yes. It's not necessarily that you're after that degree and no. then here you go. Like I don't need to find a job. I'm not looking for any place to do a nonprofit or what, whatever. It's just like, well, this interests me and it's fun. That's why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But I wish I had this with working out, like waking up at six. Oh, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So that's actually a really good one because that's something that I think everyone is always, even people who are at the fittest that you can see, Mm -hmm. they tell me, I don't get up like people probably imagine in their mind. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like SpongeBob. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know who's very (laughs) motivated? Shailene Extreme. Oh, yeah, yeah. She is so motivational. Like, I love her videos. She has the energy, the motivation, the drive. And she's the person that I see waking up every morning like, I'm ready to work out. And you should hear her say, "Oh, I don't get up all rah-rah. <laughs> but she does it. But the minute you think, okay, so this is another thing that uh, Andrew Huberman was saying in the podcast. He said, with the exception of certain drugs like cocaine or other things that make you feel a certain way, you normally, you're always releasing dopamine at every moment of the day. Right Mm -hmm. now we're releasing dopamine. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's really low. But the minute you think of something that you're excited about, like if I said to you, for those of you who like to drink coffee and go to Starbucks. Mm. If you were a big Starbucks fan, right, Swan? And I said, after this, we're going to go get Starbucks. Immediately, you light up, right? Yes. You're like, you already feel like this certain energy yes. that, that just uplifts you just at the thought of going to get it. Yes. Not to mention getting it mm-hmm. and enjoying it, right? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? For food, mm-hmm. your dopamine goes up 50%. Okay. My favorite for sex, it goes up a hundred. No way. Yeah. And he said that things like nicotine and cocaine, it goes up 150. 150? Can you imagine that? So that's why the thought of, again, going to see a friend, going to see your dog that you love, those of you that are pet parents and, and love animals. It's the getting to the thing. Yeah. Because you're not there yet. You're not enjoying your pet, but the thought, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to go drive over there That's and maybe how I get him a. Today, you know, coming to your house. Oh. I was like, oh, I'm excited to see Patricia. And eat some and clam eat some chowder. Food. <laughs> Actually, she didn't even know what she was getting. She just, you know, it was like one of those boxes. No, I think we had the psychic connection because I told Peter, I said, oh, I wonder if I should suggest clam chowder. That's trippy. And then clam chowder. Our Wi Fi's are connected. I was like, that's what we say. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but the joy okay so the joy yeah. of and you know okay so i know i tie everything to eating and sex it's <laughs> two of the most amazing things on the planet but sex doesn't just start when you're doing the act mm-hmm. yes part for me 
uh, for example, if my husband's like, we're going to go on a date on Friday. Already, I'm like, oh. I'm going to shave my legs. <laughs> okay. and, and this is the lotion I'm going to wear. Mm-hmm. You have your outfit picked out. Exactly. That supposedly evokes the dopamine and stimulates the receptors of actually getting to the event and doing it. I guess the point is to be and continue to stay motivated. Mm-hmm. Think of those things, right? Like, yeah, who the heck likes to get up at 6 a.m. to go work out? Right. Nobody ever gets up rah-rah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thought uh-huh. of if you can just think that you're already in the act working out yes. and doing it and the re- I hate to say the word reward, but I committed to myself. I didn't let myself down. Yes. Those things that would really help you remember what is it that you're becoming as you get up and go do the workout. It's yes. not just about the workout. Yes. It's about all that. That's motivating to me. Because listen, you, you it's so freaking cold in Utah, people. I swear I can't stand this place no more. I'm yeah. ready. Park City Liquor Store, the roof ah, collapsed yes. because of the snowpack. So yes, Utah is very cold right now. That's how much <laughs> snow we've gotten. Yeah. But the point is when you get up mm-hmm. in a place like this mm-hmm. and you are thinking it's freaking cold right now. I don't want to get, I don't want to put my clothes on. I don't. But then you really start thinking about who am I letting down? Am mm-hmm. I keeping my commitment to myself? I don't know about you, Swan. Tell mm-hmm. me if this is true. Okay. Have you ever put on your workout clothes, gone to workout and mid-workout? You're like, nah, this, forget this shit. Yes. You have? Yes. I have never done that. Yes. If I eat before I work out, oh. I cannot work well, out. That's, yeah, yeah. I never it, do that. You, you can't eat before you work out either, I right? I throw up. Me too. I would, I get sick. But yes, I have felt that way. Like I'd eat something because everyone says, oh, eat 30 minutes or an hour before you work out for energy. And then midway of my workout and I'm like, oh, I can't, I'm It's done. probably my age. I can't. I have to work out on an empty stomach. Yes. But on an empty stomach. When I'm working out, I'm like, oh my God, this feels good. Right, I yeah. Want, and then at the end, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I made myself go. Yes. Thank you. That's where I was headed. <laughs> oh, you're I was sorry. Like, what? <laughs> no. Because I was like, damn. <laughs> I have never started a workout and been like, yeah, I'm not feeling this. No. I'm getting out. I'm like, I'm so happy, right? You get that rush yes. um, and or adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. What is that saying that says when you think of the end, keep the end in mind when you're doing something If you can think, how do I always feel at the end of a workout? Mm -hmm. That in and of itself is motivation. Yes. To say, you know what? I always feel good. You know what Susan says? Oh my God. Susan says, I'd rather feel good about my body than feeling good about a piece of food temporarily. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh I don't have that self control. If we have a lot of food, I want to try everything. I know, me too. You know what I mean? Oh, Oh yeah. Do I know what you mean? I live it. (laughs) I live it all the time. And that's the challenging part. Although I think. You do also have to get to a point where you're like, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Have yeah. you ever heard that? Like, yes. I remember how this doesn't please me the way yes. I want. Or, But I think that the desire for reaching that person, if you will, mm-hmm. has to be greater than how you were living before. You know what I mean? That is very anyway, true. Yeah. So um, let's see. Dopamine is released in the anticipation of the thing, as we discussed before. The process of it, getting your why intact. And when I forget my why, I'm never as motivated. I always revert. 
to the thing I'm trying to change. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. How do you forget your why? Um, Because, for example, lately I've been really depressed, right? You and I discussed this. I forget my why when I'm depressed. And meaning not that I don't know what my why is anymore. My why is not as prevalent in my emotional state and my mind as the feelings and the thoughts that are bringing me down. So the why takes a back seat. It's not in my frontal lobe, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Does that make sense? For example, let's keep on the example of weight loss. My why is I want to be healthy. That's the good why, Mm -hmm. right? I want to feel like I didn't let myself down, stay committed to my goal, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But then I get depressed about anything. And I'm not focusing on my why. I'm focusing on something else. So I forget my why and I'm distracted with my feelings in the moment. So then you're like, fuck it. Let me just eat the chocolate or eat the cake. Not just a slice. But indulge in it. Exactly. And then it's too much. Exactly. So I think that when you stay on the course of remember your why and remember who you're becoming on the way to the thing, to this destination that you're trying to get to, that reminds you. And it gets you out of your state. Have you heard of this Wim Hof breathing? What's that? It's this technique that they use breathing and it kind of helps you ground yourself and stay Ooh, focused. Let's do it, it also, oh, this? we talked about that. Remember the guy that gets in, like, do, does oh, these the cold plunges? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh huh. Yes. 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 And then I remember I was telling you that, like, I control the heat in my body. Mm-hmm. So if, yes. I, if I'm cold, then I can, like, bring the heat to my hands. Yeah. Like right now, it's like so hot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's like, like it's like yeah. a toaster oven. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that like, okay, is so I'm fascinating. Cold. I'm gonna move the heat to my hands and my feet. It's weird. I wish I could do that, especially here but, living. In oh my god, it's so cold. But I have to like concentrate. I can't just be like hand warm. <laughs> I'm feet like, warm. You know. <laughs> I'm like, can you manifest the money in my palm? Oh. Is that you got that much <laughs> control? Ding, 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 ding. That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But that breathing also helps you focus. Sometimes uh, Huberman also says that you can't control the mind with the mind, right? You have to control the mind like with the body. Uh So doing something like breathing or redirecting those energies helps you get out of a funk or a state so that you can refocus. Yes. And I think that that's important for motivation too. That's cool. All right. Um, Did you want to add anything else? Well, the fact that I did zero research on this, I'm going to say you did a great job (laughs) carrying this episode. (laughs) I just talked. No. We just talked. Before you mentioned the definition, I always thought when you do something that doesn't take effort, Mm, that's what I thought motivation was. That's interesting, yeah. And then your definition, well, the Google Google one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny because there's a lot of people that you're like, wow, that comes so easy to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really think that we've all had that in our lives where something comes easy, but it took work to get there. For you, it seems easy, but... Maybe you don't know what I had to do to get to that point for it to be easy for me. Right. So it always takes an amount of effort. I don't think it's effortless. That makes a lot of sense. It's the intent behind Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope you guys learned something. Go to that Huberman podcast on motivation. Mm-hmm. And what's it called, Anna? It's called Controlling Your Dopamine for Motivation, Focus, and something else I can't see. But it was posted on September 27th, 2021. Okay. Yeah. And he talks about supplements that you can take. Mm-hmm. It really, really is a great informative podcast. So as all of his are, they're just really long. But if you can, you know, look at the timestamps, he provides those. And that way you can jump to anything that seems interesting. Again, I hope you guys learned something, enjoyed it, stay motivated, stay positive. So in the same vein of motivation, Mm -hmm. I like this. It says, don't try to be the quote unquote next. Instead, try to be the other, the change, and the new. Yeah. Even if that's the version of yourself. I love that. Yeah. I Thank like that. you. That's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to be the new. The new, the change. Mm-hmm. I'm the trying change. to work on 5.0. 5.0? 5.0. Well, 5.0 <laughs> because I feel like every decade we shed oh. something about ourselves, right? Yes. You're in before your teens and mm-hmm. then your 20s, your 30s, your 40s. Now I'm in my 50s and this is the fifth decade of my life. So mm-hmm. I'm working on 5.0. Nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations. It's been going all right. Yes. <laughs> and if you would like to be part of our show, we would love to hear from you. Ask us questions and share your story. We'll give you our unfiltered, unprofessional, unqualified advice. Record an audio clip and send it into that's why show at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at That's Why Show. Our episodes are everywhere, so please follow, subscribe, and write us a review. Ah, we love those. (laughs) Thank you. And with that, peace, peace, love, love, and and dark dark chocolate. chocolate. Bye-bye. Bye.